Good evening, citizens. My name is Ban Shatterson, captain of the Bloody Hand Mercenary Company. And today, we're going to move on from the other mercs in the Empire, no matter how good they may or may not be. And I am, of course, referring to the free companies of the League. I want to take a step back and actually look at the cities that form the League. And one in particular with a interesting criminal underbelly. And that is Temeshwar. So, where to begin? Temeshwar was once part of the wilds of Varushka, but it joined the Empire alongside Savos and Tosato when the League was formed. Citizens of Temeshwar commonly make an effort to be as flamboyant as their southern fellows, but their dress is inevitably more practical uh, to accommodate the harsh northern weather. Uh, traditionally, they are brutally pragmatic, more so than those who live on the bay. It is a foothold of trade to Varushka itself, Wintermark and Dawn too. Trading in raw materials and crafted goods, especially weapons and armour, it is seen by many as the merchant capital of the northern lands. Despite its good relations with Varushka though, Temeshwar has always suffered somewhat from being distant from Savas and Tosato, whose close proximity made them the natural heart of the League. Temeshwar may well be the richest of all the cities in the League, and that certainly is saying something, but it can never quite shake the fear that it is not as good as the others. This anxiety is just part of what drives the Temeshwari be so competitive and so ruthless. Temeshwari citizens strive to work that little bit longer, that little bit harder than anybody else in the League. If a Sarvosian closes their shop at sunset, their Temeshwari neighbour will light a pair of lanterns and keep trading for just another hour. We have said that it has good relations with Varushka. However, not all of those relationships are good. There is still some bad blood between those of old Varushkan stock in Temeshwar and the citizens of Deleb in Karov, uh, the neighbouring territory, which itself belongs to Varushka. When Temeshwar joined the Empire, it attempted to prove that it had legitimate ownership of the Eternal Shafts of Time. A, uh, a rich mithril mine on the border between the two territories. There are still plays and theatrical adaptions that revolve around the underhand, ruthless way that the boyar of Delev stole the mine from under the noses of the Temeshwari. And relations between some Delev traders and some citizens of Temeshwar are chilly to this day, especially in the rare cases where there is some distant blood connection between the two. The Temeshwari are not just the most competitive people in the League. They also have a well-deserved reputation as the most ruthless, as we have mentioned before. And in the years before the creation of the Empire, the city was plagued by gangs of thieves and assassins who operated with open impunity, despite the best efforts of the boyar Ratibor. Thousands of inhabitants were linked with the different gangs who used tattoos to mark membership 
and enforce loyalty. In the end, Ratibor hired a force of Varishkan mercenaries and brought them in secret into the city during the depths of winter. In the notorious Night of a Thousand Torches, named for the torches the soldiers carried to light their way, every inhabitant of the city was turned out of their beds, stripped and searched for marks. Anyone with a tattoo on their body was given a few minutes to collect their belongings before being forced from the city into the frozen snows beyond the walls. A few managed to bribe their way past the search, but most were given over to the winter and were never seen again. The act was one of monstrous brutality, but it established the power of Ratibor as a boyar and broke the power of the criminal gangs forever. The Temeshwari wear their reputation for cold, hard dealings with pride. They view themselves as the strongest people in the League, combining the ambition and drive of the South with the strength and determination of the North. Physical as well as mental strength is prized here too. Temeshwari bravos are as likely to favour the axe as the rapier. And her free companies have a reputation for toughness as soldiers and as people. Because most Temeshwari free companies are careful not to break the rules, for they know the magistrates watch them carefully, but they will do almost anything required to win, short of breaking the rules. You can find many things in Temeshwar, it is said, but you will not find a scruple, though you search the city from sunrise to sunset. However, rumours, and recent rumours more so, suggest that the Vig criminal organisation has become active again in the northern city. This Varushkan criminal fraternity is united by an absolute hatred of imperial law, and once threatened to overtake both Temeshwar and the League itself. Becoming increasingly bold, their activities lead to a major operation supported by the Synod to once again drive these criminals out of the northernmost city of the League, and indeed the League as a whole, and that effort is ongoing to this day. And as a, uh, a word of advice, dear citizens, from one, well, one experienced citizen to an inexperienced citizen, should you be strolling through Anvil and a member of Varushka come up to you and talk about their family or the word Vig get mentioned, simply hand over your coins and walk away. It is not worth the trouble you'll get yourself into trying to be a hero. There are some major features to the, well, the territory of Temeshwar and most of all, it is the city of Temeshwar itself. It's, uh, it's the site of the Northern Traders Guild, it's part of the Northern Trade Network, the Tomb of Empress Giselle was built here in the winter of 380 Year of the Empire, and it's also the site of the Bloody Great Theatre, a theatrical venue that is also a site of pilgrimage for League citizens interested in exploring their proud history of the Tower City. There's also the Tosato Manor Exchange, 
the Temeshwar Manor Exchange, which is linked to it, and also a statue dedicated to the eternal Janon. The statue was reduced to expensive rubble, however, by a band of Varushkan wardens, apparently inspired to the action by the Council of the Nine. There are the walls of Temeshwar itself. These walls are built of great white granite blocks, and whilst not on the scale of the walls of Holberg in the east, they have proved more than sufficient to protect the city from its enemies. Nine great towers are placed roughly equidistant around the walls, seven named for each of the virtues, and two that uh, complete the main gates through the city are called the Northern and Southern River Gates, and this is due to them lying on the Gansio River itself. Each is equipped with a great iron bell used to toll the hours and to warn of potential danger too. In cases of fire, the bell in the tower nearest to blaze is sounded repeatedly until the flames are extinguished. There is the Bloody Great Theatre, as I mentioned before. Uh, the Great Game is a commission, a very recent one, built in the year 382, so only last year. It was uh, paid for by Lorenzo Lavolpe, Magliano von Temeshwar. And should I slaughter that pronunciation again, I'm sure I'll be getting a strongly worded letter from him. The Fortress of Salt, Lorenzo's legacy of loyalty, Melfort, and Lorenzo's deep pockets are other features too. And you can probably see a theme there in this particular citizen, well, particular citizen, Lorenzo. The one that's most interesting, and certainly for those of us in the, well, in Navarre, is that Lorenzo's deep pockets is actually the name of the gigantic sinkhole in northwestern Miarin. After the initial collapse, the hole began to spread, and warnings by Navari Vates reached the already worried people of the Vardstein Vale. Parts of that region soon followed, and northwestern gold glades fell into the hole as well. And thanks to Navarre, the few settlements that were there were all evacuated in time to avoid major loss of life, although there was significant disruption. But anyway, after... well... After the sinkhole's emergence, it was uh, deemed to be about 700 feet deep, with a lake at the bottom, with nearly vertical cliff walls, and prone to collapse in quite a few places, a very dangerous area to explore. The sinkhole's name was bought by Lorenzo Michaeliano von Temeshwar, but it is sometimes known smirkingly as the foxhole, or rather more lewdly, La Volpe's arse. Regardless, I'm sure he would not appreciate any citizen who asks if there's any particularly angry Trigoni coming out of his backside. The current citizen in charge of the uh, of representing Temeshwar in the Senate is Giuseppe Sanguino von Temeshwar. And as those of you outside the league might have again seen the pattern here, von Temeshwar meaning from Temeshwar, is probably a really good way of identifying a league citizen from a certain league city. 
Now, there's a lot more to League Life and the cities themselves, but I think I'll leave it there for now. Because what's more interesting is to cover the other three cities, and especially the two of them that are twinned together, barely separated by a river. But until then, if you should come across any citizens of the League, they're all particularly wealthy. But if you should see other citizens looking to an even wealthier citizen within the League, that is, they might just be from Temeshwar. And should they look at you with that cold glint in their eye and a absolute absence of any kind of mercy, that's probably a good hint too. But until then, citizens, travel well and keep your fires small and your footprints soft.